Hi guys, welcome to Hauntedology. My name is Megan. I'm your host and along with my mom, who is your co-host, we tell you stories every week that are of hauntings or paranormal activity in different cities or a city in America and eventually the rest of the world. It is our belief that every city has a story to tell and it's our job to tell it. So we thank you guys for listening and we can't wait to dive into this week's episode. So let's go. Savannah is a city that's just as mysterious as it is beautiful. When you hear underground Savannah, what do you automatically think? Like, what's the first thing that comes to your head? First thing that comes to my head, underground Savannah. We don't have that. We don't have subways. We don't have underground. So when I say underground Savannah, I don't mean some kind of subway system, some kind of black market deals, nothing like that. I'm talking about the many subterranean mysteries held in centuries old tunnels that few here have actually seen and hardly any fully understand. You see, legend has it that Savannah is basically a big labyrinth of tunnels. The hidden tunnels below the city's streetscape tell a different story. Darker, more intricate tale of Savannah's less than prestigious past, which in turn has created its haunted present. Lore states that shops such as the Griffin Tea Room exist in century-old buildings that once functioned as something else entirely. In this case, an apothecary. Allegedly, B. Matthews on Bay Street is one of the many places in town that offer access to this labyrinth. A Savannah tour guide by the name of Chase Anderson has been quoted in, in Savannah Magazine saying that the sellers of many Bay Street businesses were once interconnected, creating a complex system for the transport of all kinds of things. Ooh, okay. That's not mysterious at all. Meaning these tunnels could have been used to move whiskey during the prohibition, as well as something more sinister, such as the movement of slaves for trading. Well, okay then. The, the whiskey didn't surprise me in the least. Um, and I mean, yeah, this is this is Southeast Georgia. This is the heart of the South. Um, so, okay, I get the slave trading, but ew. How terrible. What about maybe dead bodies during the yellow fever epidemic? Bigger ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this slave trading is just emotionally disturbing. While unfortunate, it is part of Savannah's history, whether we like it or not. Vestiges of the unsavory aspects of Savannah's history still linger today. Savannah's early residents sold slaves every first Tuesday of every month in Wright Square. In the meantime, they were confined in slave yards off of Johnson Square, under the northwest corner of Ellis Square, and in the Klusky Embankment stores. If you start asking around, it is said that you're most likely to be told to keep moving because there's nothing to see. Okay. That's only because the only evidence that was left of these tunnels that were once used for slaves is underneath the floors of the first African Baptist church. Patterns of holes in the floor form an African prayer symbol known as the Congolese Cosmogram. It has been said that they were used for air holes for slaves hiding beneath the floor. And uh, the person that is quoted in saying this says that she's also been too chicken to go into the hidden passageways. Mm -hmm. 
and they wouldn't let you in anyways. Anything underground is said to be off limits due to, air quote, safety reasons. Which, I mean, is a pretty good reason by now at this point in time, if you ask me. I mean, there's centuries-old tunnels, but still, if they're holding up and our city's still not collapsing in on itself, why can't we go under it? Well... I definitely understand that. You have people who don't have common sense to go through them with their hands to their cell. Um, people who would think that I can get away from the tour, I can go my own way, you know, stupid stuff. Um, you know, like the ones we were talking about earlier today, you have to tell them to open the package before you cook it. Mm, good idea. Those idiots be doing all kinds of stuff down there. That's true. So in an effort to save lawsuits, I'm sure the city's probably correct in that. But I'm also like this person that um, would be a little too chicken to go down those passages anyway. I might go down on the tour guide. Oh, heck to the no. Mm-mm, no. My claustrophobia, there's no way. I barely would look in them. <laughs> yeah, no. And and it their history, put those two together, no. no. I'm good. I don't know that I could go in the subways in New York. That would, I couldn't stand that. An enclosure would just, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, their history is add a little something extra. A lot of something. But the tunnels don't just stop at the First Baptist Church. There are reports of other tunnels now inaccessible from the Pirate's House side of Savannah, which is all the way at the end of Savannah, a mm-hmm. Bay Street by, like, Price Street area. Right. All the way from there, the ends under Randolph Street. And the river's path used to be a little more inland than it is now. The logical mm-hmm. use? Rum runners. Okay. Yeah. There are other rumors of a boxing ring around 1875. Not surprised. Under a bishop's tunnel under Drayton at Perry Street. A barrel vault under Broughton Street from East Broad Street to Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. There are stories of the Sons of Liberty meeting in the secret underground caverns. That's now the cellar of Sweet Melissa's. There are whispers of a tunnel for slave transport under what's now Screaming Mimi's that led to the basement of the Pulaski Hotel, which is now Regions Bank. Any truth to these claims was sadly be bricked up by what they like to call progress. However, there's one tunnel that was even reported on the news as being in existence. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I even found a WTOC news article about the tunnel from Old Candler Hospital. That's kind of cool. Okay. The one of two tunnels that I can confirm was built for human transport, at (laughs) least, is the one by the former Candler Hospital, which is now the Savannah Law School. Built in 1884, the underground room and adjoining passages were used for autopsies. Oh. Earlier in the 1800s, when the hospital served as Savannah's indigent care, this is when it was used for its more secretive purposes as the site for performing autopsies, which were deemed illegal at the time. Prior to it being Candler Hospital, any physician that went in that hospital to treat patients did not get paid for their services, but on the contrary, had to pay for the right and privilege to go inside the front door. So the benefit was to have a steady supply of unclaimed cadavers and a secret place to work on them. Um, ooh. Ah, yeah. In exchange for you treating our sick and wounded, we give you our dead to cut up in illegal autopsies under the ground for your learning purposes. You're welcome. I'm I'm trying not to see both sides of that. Um, Because I do get the point that as a physician, you you need a a real body to... Well, yeah, you've got to see out. what a healthy versus but, a dick looks like, even if it's postmortem. But um, it's still wrong. Yeah, yeah, and gross on all levels. 
And if I'm working, you're paying me. You're not paying me with dead bodies. You're paying me with money. Just across town, equally covert, even more sacrilegious work took place in tunnels underneath the old pirate hangout that is now the pirate house. They actually shanghaied many people who came into this establishment, or so it's been said. Everyone that came into the building, unfortunately, did not leave the way they came in. Sometimes they were unfortunately taken out through a rum cellar into a tunnel and out to sea. And those weren't even the least fortunate people who might have found their way into several tunnels under much of Savannah's historic district. Another tunnel actually went out to a cemetery that was built in the early 1800s and was coincidentally around when the yellow fever struck Hmm. and in full use. Ew. One less talked about part of the tunnel system is that which originates in Thatcher's Walk. So if you're from Savannah and don't know what it is, it's the creepy alleyway you have to pass to get down onto River Street by way of the historic steps of death because they are literally like at a 90 degree angle. Yeah. And you better watch your step. True. Thatcher's Walk remains one of the least discussed locations in the city, although it shouldn't be. Those who were enslaved were brought into Savannah by being led into the buildings of River Street. Behind those buildings lay Thatcher's Walk, now home to the many sealed-off tunnels that would have descended under Bay Street and into the basements of those buildings, basements like the buildings of Moon River Brewing Company, which is now regarded as one of the most paranormally active locations in the city, where the spirits are sinister and often sometimes violent. But at Factors Walk, the ghosts are no less quiet, which can be expected as thousands of people were separated from their families and forced into slavery at this location. Makes sense. For the brave souls who still wander down that way, the heavy wooden doors that once opened to the dark tunnels beneath the street harken back to the 1700s, dark shadows that had been seen darting in and out, and sometimes even follow the living to wherever they might go next. You know, I've been there several times, and I've never had that, thank goodness. (laughs) But only going during the day. Yeah. Factors walk as a symbol of Savannah's darkest past, and its ghosts are all too eager to remind those who visit that the beauty of Savannah was constructed by the souls who lost their freedom. Stand next to the doorway of one of the old tunnels and pause for a moment. Just listen and wait. Wait for the sound of footsteps padding along the old cobblestone street, and just know that if you hear another pair of footsteps in the tunnel with yours as you leave, you aren't going alone. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Alrighty. So, this is just a brief intro to what is the full story of the Savannah Tunnel's history and the two main buildings that are still talked about in regards to the tunnels today, which are Old Candler Hospital and the Pirate's House. We're going to talk about those next, but this is just kind of a little backstory for the next few weeks. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I do all of the writing and compiling of all the different stories myself. And it means a lot that you guys will sit here and listen to what I have to say. If you would like to reach out to me on social media, you can go to Instagram and go to at Megan Noel Podcasts. So M-E-G-A-N. N-O-E-L podcasts or my personal Instagram at 
the Megan Noel. Thank you guys so much for listening and I really appreciate it. If you guys could give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show, that would be amazing and we would be forever grateful. Thank you guys and I cannot wait to tell you the next story.